Today's reading from the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah is a particularly encouraging one. Chapter 55, from which this reading comes, is a magnificent statement of God's love for us, in God's own words, as related by the prophet. You will recognize the opening lines of this chapter. Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come, buy and eat. God is calling us, who are all God's people, to share the bounty that God has created. God reminds us of the covenant made with King David, which is itself a continuation of the covenant with Abraham. It is an everlasting covenant to which God will remain faithful if we keep up our end of the bargain. If we listen to God and obey God's precepts, we will have all that we need to live. All our wants will be satisfied. If we turn to the Lord, we will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. And how will this be so? Only through the will and action of God may the earth provide us with all our needs and wants. God's will is exercised through God's word, which goes out into the world and is not just language, but effective power resulting in action. The word that goes out from God's mouth will not return empty, but will accomplish what God desires. It is an amazing thought that simply by speaking, God will order the earth as God desires to become God's kingdom. We see this in the first chapter of Genesis, when God simply spoke saying, let there be light, let there be oceans, let there be land, and animals and people and all of creation, just as God intended, simply through the spoken word. All this from the mind of God coming to be in reality. Out of chaos, order. But do we see order today? Our first thought is to say no, but with pandemics and wars and all the rest. Is the world well-ordered? Is it as God wants it to be? On one level, yes, it is. The world follows unchanging laws of physics, which after all are God's laws, created to give the world order. Gravity works, matter is conserved, objects exert influence on other objects, actions cause reactions. On this level, it's a pretty amazing world. When you think of all its thousands and millions and billions of parts, all working and interacting and observable in the variety of animals, vegetation, and physical landscape we see all around us. God created New Zealand and many other beautiful places around the world. These all came into being through God's word, which went out from God's mouth and did not return empty. In Isaiah, the comparison is to rain and snow from heaven, watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. Thank you, God. Yes, you created it and it is very good. But then you come to the most chaotic part of the world, us. From the beginning, we've been a troublesome species. God created us to be God's children, to worship God and to walk in his ways. In this way, we would bring him pleasure and we would ourselves have blessed lives with the bounty of God's creation at our disposal. But starting with our most remote ancestors, Adam and Eve, 
we disobeyed God and led each other astray. We invented murder when there were still only four people in the world. Yes, Cain was responsible for slaughtering 25% of humanity. God regretted creating humans and killed off most of us with a flood. Then when we once more began to populate the earth, we chased after other gods and mixed with other races against God's clearly expressed will. And at the proper time, God spoke again when he sent his son, Jesus Christ, into the world. The word became flesh and lived among us, as John wrote. God's word, Jesus Christ, became flesh so that he could accomplish what God wanted accomplished. Jesus came into the world in order to save us from our own sins and to show us how to turn again towards God. But God's word has not yet accomplished all that God wants it to accomplish. Although Jesus no longer lives among us in bodily form, we have not all turned towards God. There is more work for God's word to do. And therein lies our hope. If we believe that God is all powerful, then we must believe that God's will will prevail in the world and there will be peace on earth. If we believe that God is all knowing, then we must believe that the work begun by Jesus Christ here on earth will continue and finally succeed in bringing about God's loving kingdom. Because God's solution to the woes of mankind will be the right and only one. If we believe that God is everywhere among us, then his word must go into all the corners of the earth which need refreshing and redeeming. We can hope in God, for indeed only God is capable of realizing our hopes. Jesus is the good tree which produces only good fruit, and we who try to follow and imitate Jesus will also bear good fruit. God's word, God's son will not fail. Jesus has already shown us the quality of his fruit through his death on the cross. Our hope is in God, who alone can save us from ourselves. God's word will not fall useless to the ground. In God's time, all the world's evils, hunger, pestilence, war, will be swept away. We may look forward to the day when we go out in joy and be led back in peace. Let us pray. Lord, teach us patience. Lord, teach us hope. Lord, teach us to trust in your word that we may serve you in confidence and rest in your will for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please stand.